KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM, streaming at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is the Frequency Uplift, and uh, thanks to our Frequency Partners, KSFP, San Francisco Public Press, for holding it down for the last six hours. And now you have a San Francisco Community Radio in the house till 4 a.m. And tonight on the Frequency Uplift, kind of a, a little late, a little late, but a year of review, uh, a year in review. I am honored and, and sort of blessed to be able to use this platform sometimes to amplify the voices of, of some of our most amazing artists, especially in the Bay Area, a, a place of poets. And uh, every second Sunday, less so, sometimes i try to do every second sunday sometimes it ends up i miss a month here or there but uh i i have a second sunday's poet come through and we do an interview and uh, a dialogue read new poetry hear new poetry from uh, some of the voices the voices of of conscience the voice of 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 observation the voices of our community and in the background kail el zabar's America the Beautiful, and uh, carry on with that for a minute because we are beautiful, and that is the people, and the people's poets will start. We're excited. I spent some time editing, and we have some, some lovely moments from the poets Tatiana Lubovsky Acosta, James Cagney, Leticia Hernandez Linares, Norman Zelaya. Flavia, Elisa, Mora, Fernando, Marti, maybe our poet laureate, if we get to that. He has, Mr. Tango Isomartin has some amazing um, uh, recorded releases, and um, we're going to try to go with that. Some of that, some of all of that, but I think uh, first we'll carry on with, with that. Next track in uh, in the next track of Khalil El Zabar out of Chicago's America the Beautiful. This is Jump and Shout for those now gone, as poets are wont to do. Definitely some memoria in tonight's readings, and definitely some beauty to be had. So stay tuned. Finish this out and be back in a second.
Jerusalem is proud to underwrite KXSF 102.5 FM, a small family-owned restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. Old Jerusalem is 16 years in the heart of the mission. Their West Bank cuisine is a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights, ranging from lamb, mansaf, shawarma, kebabs to vegetarian dishes, falafel, and homemade hummus, plus their famous dessert, kanafa, made in-house on a traditional cast-iron griddle. You can check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or visit at 2966 Mission Street at 26th, two blocks from 24th Street BART in San Francisco. Thank you, Old Jerusalem, and thank you all for tuning in to KXSFLP San Francisco. The frequency uplift, it is about 1010, and again, we are um, having a, a little night in honor and celebration of the poets of our second Sunday's segments here on uh, on Frequency Uplift through uh, from, from 2022. I've been doing this for a few years now, and... Um, what I want to do is sort of start out with uh, with one of the probably the most local. Um, let's get this up here um, and first do this. Yeah. And a little background music. Why don't we? And. Uh, So, the, why don't we just start out with the first poet? Why don't we? I was gonna play another song, but just to let you know what we're li we li we did listen to, uh, we heard uh, from Chicago's Khalil El Zabar, his "America the Beautiful" from back in 2021 on Spirit Muse Records, um, and a jump and shout for those now gone. And as always, I want to say that in remembrance of those now of those now gone and those still with us, that we are broadcasting live from Yulamu, from on unceded Ramai Tush Ohlone territory. And one of the things I wanted to say too, we actually I think I'll start out this way. Didn't intend to, but I think I'm gonna. Um, one of the people that we just lost, in fact, was the great poet Charles Simic. A poet passed uh, just this past Monday the 9th at 84 years old. He had served as the United States Poet Laureate, won a Pulitzer Prize, had a massive body of work from his experience emigrating as a young person from uh, the Eastern Europe to the U.S., surreal philosophical verse but but a really lovely a profound sense of humor and 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 a, and a beautiful beautiful sense of humor so thinking of the in terms of remembering the dead and remembering our our uh, the stewards of this land both continuous and, and now resuming and, and taking leadership in various movements and struggles. Um, 
and just creating that presence and remembering that presence on the land for the Ohlone people here in the Bay Area and throughout California. But uh, this is Charles Simic reading the clocks of the dead. keep the clock company. It had a loud tick after midnight as if it were uncommonly afraid. It's like whistling past the graveyard, I explained. In any case, I told him I understood. Once there were clocks like that in every kitchen in America. Now the factory's windows are all broken. The old men on night shift are in Karen's boat. The day you stop, I said to the clock, the little wheels they keep in reserve will have rolled away into many hard to find places. Just thinking about it, I forgot to wind the clock. We woke up in the dark. How quiet the city is, I said. Like the clocks of the dead. My wife replied, Grandmother on the wall, I heard the snows of your childhood begin to fall. Deeper, I saw 
And that was Lonnie, uh, Lonnie Holly, an incredible poet in his own right and an incredible artist of many genre and uh, uh, not the least of which is music. And this is new music, uh, the first release from an upcoming album, the track Oh Me, Oh My, featuring the voice of Michael Stipe. He has a, a chorus of collaborators that include more mother and bunch of other folk on, on this, but this is the first one. Before that, we heard uh, the poet Charles Simic, rise in power, Charles' beautiful work uh, throughout his life just passed on Monday. He read The Clocks of the Dead, as appropriate perhaps. There's more than a little memoria going on in this night tonight. In the background, Sam Gendel, uh, which also backed Charles Simic, we're hearing Shippo from his last year's, last November's Blue Blue release, uh, The Seven Treasures of the Buddha, before uh, that we were hearing Tate Waku, leaving records. That was the backing track for Charles Simic. And I want to say, introduce this poet, uh, as I initially intended to, to start off our evening. Tatiana Lubavisky Acosta is the author of La Vida, as she says, or her promo says, in the voice of a lovesick teenage folklorist, time traveler about revolution, housework, anti-colonialism, folktales, post-punk, anti-fascism, anorexia, and alcoholism. La Movida is named for the Chicana feminist concept of revolutionary maneuvers and the submerged technologies of struggle and the explosive queer punk movement that emerged in Spain during its transition from Francoist fascism to democracy. To begin, I kind of switched up the order on this. It was a wide-ranging night back in October 9th of 2022. But, uh, yeah, some beautiful words, uh, some interesting dialogue. And I'm going to switch it up, and she talked in depth about this poem, and I'm going to have that serve as the introduction. And then you'll hear the uh, song, sort of the poem for her grandmother, speaking of the, uh, clock of the, dead, the grandfather clocks, a song against the wounded hand. But she'll, we'll let her carry on and tell you about that. The dancing water replaced my tongue with a knife. I watched you look past me when you told me you loved me. Behind the mirror were the stars, and among the waxing and waning head of the disrespectful daughter, they stood shining. As the hours passed, they folded into themselves one by one until there was darkness. I stopped wearing the woven universe when my face stopped being a map, or rather when the map began to lead to a ruin. In the town of liars and poets, the tumbleweeds having been replaced by the rotting silk garments in the colonial style, I was torn to pieces by the wild dogs, yet stayed with you. My ribs became your house. You wove my hair to carry water and you use my tears to adorn yourself. Clapstick, plastic bags surfing the waves, 
eternal fart over the ocean, acorn mush cooking an asphalt dimple, a dancing ruby false in a paper cup, a holy song sang by the willow as it scraped. Your dress of cormorant feathers glances green like the ocean. But what good is the new life? Our souls were found, then saved by a stranger god, whose children went ahead and murdered us anyway with green corn. Only say the word, and I shall be healed. My voice now carries the lash of a law that I do not respect. Bring me the head of Juniper Sarah on a platter of tar and gold, and your heart roasted in the lap of a chakmul. I declare war on a war that I have inherited. It's it's funny. I I feel like this poem is kind of me talking to all of my ancestors or all of my elders, and um, you know, there's there's a few deaths that I still haven't really quite processed. Um, I still think that my grandmother's death is one that I really have not processed, but. In, in writing that poem, um, I do find myself kind of feeling that loss of, of never really having been able to speak to each other. Um, I didn't meet my grandmother until I was 13 and then she died when I was 26, um, but we were estranged for a long part of that. Um, and at the time, I was reading a lot of Rosario Castellanos, um, who's a Mexican poet originally from Chiapas, who wrote about this massacre that happened in San Cristobal de las Casas. And in writing about it, she referenced the tenebrae that happens um, during Holy Week when all the lights are extinguished. And I don't know, one thing that I really do love about this poem, it's one of my favorite poems I've ever written, um, is that I can actually see the thread of, of influence wow. <laughs> in it. Yeah, um, I can see... I can see everyone in it. I can see my mother. I can see my mother's mother. Um, my father's mother, who's the one who who passed away when I wrote this, um, and yeah, and it's it's just I don't know. I feel like if there was one poem that you know I could leave behind, it would probably honestly be this one. Um, it's 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 a gorgeous poem. Um, I wanted. To- Yeah. 
That was Tevil Nadu raised and uh, New York-based uh, vocalist, bassist Gavanya uh, from a really favorite release of mine back in 21, Water People, or in Tamil, I think it's Kandeya Akul Holiam Had. And uh, this, an interesting 
very poetic, lots of deep poetry in some of her music. Is it originally written by, it's a, it's a traditional track uh, called Water People, originally written by the poet Idam Shah and popularized by Ranan Rajchadhuri, a Bengali Bhatiyali folk song about finally arriving on the shore of a river but not knowing how one will cross. And again, before that, the words the interview and reprising a word words interview and reading with Tatiana Lubavisky Acosta from back in October. Uh, she reading the work "Song Against the Wounded Hand" about coming uh, dealing with her grandmother's death, and coming to terms in that relationship. There's some more of this to be said later on. Interesting. Partially my picks, partially where our poets took us again. Frequency uplift, sort of reprising and celebrating some of the poets that we had through here over the last year, over 2022. And what I'd like to take us now, our next, is to the prose poet, the poet, the... Uh, community educator Norman Antonio Zelaya who was here in uh, in the studio it was a fun it was one of those first in studio appearances I think for us uh, actually, actually not quite there was a few before that but uh, back in July of uh, 2022 he is reading from his and, and talking to me reading from his second book of prose poems powerful storytelling uh, by the name of Hente, folks. It's out on Black Freighter Press. The child of Nicaraguan immigrants, Norman Zelaya was born in San Francisco in 1972, growing up in the Mission Districts, teaching there. Um, his Orlando and Other Stories was his first book out on Pochino Press, and really a community celebrating the community of the mission, celebrating education, celebrating people's struggles, as most poets are and do. This is him talking about his background, and uh, we'll go into a poem, or a prose poem from that. And, you know, being a, a child of immigrant, immigrant parents, it wasn't a part of that narrative to grow up and be a poet, yeah. right? I mean, there's no money in poetry, right? Families don't travel thousands of miles so that the kids can, you know, be broke poets. That's not it. Um, but in high school, I, you know, my English teacher uh, encouraged me. You know, she gave us creative writing assignments, and and uh, I was, you know, a good student. You know, and I'd listen to, you know, to Miss Barry, and and to this day, I still talk to Miss Barry, and you know, ask her her opinions on, you know, on my work. She, you know, I gave her. When this manuscript was done, I, she was the first person I sent it to, you know, to think, you know, to ask her what, what you know, what, what, what she thought, you know, give me some feedback. Yeah. So, so it was her, you know, it really was her. And then, you know, as I go through this, um, this journey, you know, as as a writer, and you know, okay, next step, I finish high school and go to college, and you know, get a degree, and still thinking about, you know, writing, you know, get out of college, and you know, and. I just kind of uh, found spaces, right? The first spaces were, you know, in the open mic scenes in San Francisco. I thought that that's the way to go, right? right? Me 
you know, with the, you know, thinking about the beats and people going to readings and, and that's what you do. You share things, right? And I met some people there and that opened up more spaces, uh, you know, to be able to do, to do, um, you know, features. And then, you know, in 96, I got into the, uh, the MFA program, the creative writing program at State. And then I met my peers, you know, collaborators, like, you know, Darren DeLeon and Paulus Flores and, and other people, you know, who now I have people to talk writing about and to really challenge me and push me and, and think about poetry and, you know, and the line and, and, and plot and, and narratives and all those things. Um, and also discovering myself as a person, right? Me going deep into, you know, into my Nicoya roots, you know, my family coming, you know, coming from Nicaragua and thinking about those stories that I grew up with, right? right? The stories that my grandmother told, the stories that my uncle told, that my mother told me. Um, and thinking about how that influences who I am because that's, that's very much also present in the first book and in this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roots, you know, being Nicoya and, and, and what, that, what does that mean as, you know, Nicaraguan American? Um, so, so, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> a lot of influences there. A lot of lot of people kind of like people as, continue as to inspire. Artist, yeah, people continue to influence me and inspire me. You know, so as as I'm going through this, you know, being able to to have people like Willie Perdomo and Joseph Rios and Juan Felipe Herrera, uh, you know, write blurbs for me or give me feedback. It's it's, it's a wonderful thing. So. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's an exciting time. I'm really so now reading from from Hente folks out on Black Freighter Press. This is and again, you know, I I, I didn't title mm. the pieces. Uh, this manuscript began. The intention was to write. A collection of, of poetry um, but as I was identifying you know particular people uh, in each piece you know I sat down with some longer than others and uh, I just you know I continued to write and then as I'm you know I'm also reading you know books as I'm you know taking breaks from writing and uh, Ruben Darío is the great national hero of Nicaragua uh, poet very influential poet uh, introduced modernism and you know uh, Spanish language writing. His collection Azul is, I mean, it's, it's poetry, but it's, it's on the on the cover. I, I ran across it again, and it says, um, "What is it? Stories and prose." I said, "I said cuentos and prosa," and I was like, "That's it! Like, mm-hmm. like that's what I'm trying to do." Because I'm also very concerned about the poetic element in the writing. I, I want it to remain there. It allows me to do things narratively uh, that I can if I'm just writing a straight, you know, story. Right. right? It allows me to to play with um, tempo and, and meter and, and grammar, you know, and language in general. So, so this is number six. <laughs> Excellent. Lisette is a young woman, a girl really, in a cream-colored dress, a sheath, too short. She leans against the corner, her crossed arms pressed firmly against her breast. 
A silver Lexus creeps and she breaks into a little trot. The car follows her and the driver shouts profane and angry as it pulls alongside her. But Lisette keeps walking, screens her face with her dainty hand. You gonna come around? You gonna have to? A public works truck rolls up behind the Lexus and stays on its tail until the driver is forced to peel away. Gonna have to! Lisette heads back to the corner. She has just a small shawl draped around her shoulders. It covers her to the elbows, but she tries to fit the rest of herself in. Her knees knock. She wonders where the dude will come back. It doesn't matter. Whatever. She stifles a shiver and waits, like the old woman does across from the school up the street, unwearyingly, curled in a folding chair on the corner, a coat buttoned neck to ankles, next to her strawberry stand all afternoon, calling fresas to each passerby as she peels peanuts in her lap. Lisette waits like that. A block away, a motor revs. A garbage truck rumbles under the lights on 24th Street. Then it fades. Lisette thinks about going to a pumpkin patch when she was little. She didn't see any of the trip along the coast because she was too small to see out the window. It was all high green back of the bench seat and a pale blue sky. A few cotton-like clouds that must have left shadows in the water below. It was good that she couldn't see how high the school bus was above the ocean how close it was to the edge of the cliff the whole time. She watched the sky dreamily until they arrived and the door opened to a patch that reached out to golden hills and hundreds of pumpkins scattered everywhere. Sister Regina said the students could pick one pumpkin each. They streamed out into the rows, grabbing and lifting all manner of pumpkins, small and oblong and reddish and white and covered in warty bumps. Lisette walked patiently through the patch stepped carefully in between pumpkins, squatted to look close, stroked the rind. She didn't pick any up. She crept along low to the ground, inspected as much with her hands as she did with her eyes until finally she settled on a perfectly round, symmetrical pumpkin. It was large as she struggled to carry it. One of the chaperone mothers tried to convince her to take a small one. It was better for little children, but Lisette ignored her and huffed towards the bus Stopped to rest the pumpkin on the ground a couple times, but she carried it herself the whole way. On the drive home, she hugged the pumpkin tight so it didn't fall and thought about how much fun it was to ferret around the patch and farm. All the colors, splodgy orange and green pumpkins, strawberries, black olali berries, peaches, plums, mangoes, avocados. Lisette pulls a shawl to better cover her elbows. She wishes she had a crate to sit on. It's 4.30 in the morning and it's cold. A white pickup truck turns the corner slowly, but doesn't stop for her. That's fine. She's busy minding the children in her arms. Her feet tap the sidewalk. Likely, he'll come around a second time for her. If he doesn't, someone else will. He said thinks about the dude in Alexis, but forget him. Forget that guy. Above her, a light goes on in a window. The sheer curtain glows green. No one moves inside. It's too early to get ready for school. But still, time to get up. Powerful. Thank you.
manos rotas de arar. Recógela. Con mi herencia campesina. Recógela. La tierra quiero labrar. Recógela. Eo, ea, eo, ea, eo, ea, eo. San Francisco, this is DJ J-Bad, host of Noise Shack, an electronic music radio show streaming every other Sunday from 10 to noon here on KXSF 102.5 FM. Drop in for special guest mixes and unreleased tracks that you won't hear anywhere else. We'll get your speakers thumping with local Bay Area DJs to help you kick the new week into high gear and to shake off that hangover. So come join us. Sundays, bi-weekly, 10 to noon, Noise Shack Radio, only on KXSF. It's DJ4 in Japan. We know you're listening, enjoying all of KXSF's great music and programming that you can't find anywhere else on corporate radio or streaming service. But we need your financial support to keep San Francisco community on the air. Donate now to KXSF and become a part of our community by going to www.kxsf.fm and rescue real radio. Thanks for your support. Indeed. Thank you, San Francisco community, for supporting your community radio, KXSF. KXSF LP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Having a review, a, uh, a chance to look back at some of the amazing readings, some of the brilliant poets who came through. As I realized this, you know, I'm kind of centered around the Mission District a lot of Mission District poets in this crew. Before uh, these spots, we heard uh, La Perla from uh, Bogota, Colombia, the, the track El Sol from their Callejera release on Mama Negro Records last year. And then before that, the, the poet, the prose poet, the educator, the amazing reader, Norman Antonio Zelaya, uh, reading number six from Gente Folks, Lisette's story, and then uh, previously talking about his his influences, 
And uh, yeah, in the background again, a little Sam Gendel. I've been playing some of his beautiful 2020 release. That same night, we, we had a double header, and it was a, an amazing one of them pre recorded, one of them live in studio. Norman was live. Um, so back in, uh, in, uh, in July, we also heard from, um, uh, from Leticia Hernandez Linares, uh, author of Mucha Muchacha, Too Much Girl, on Tia Chicha, also co editor of a, of a great compilation of Central American writing, The Wandering Song. Um, also out on Chia Chucha, Tia Chucha Press. And so for 20 years, she has performed her pro- poem songs throughout the country and in El Salvador, um, places like the New Arican Cafe, SF Jazz, The Loft, universities, teaches at uh, uh, SF State and some other, fo- some other places, um, stuff around gender studies, creative writing, ethnic studies, doing extensive research in Central American studies and literature, and living, working, writing in the Mission District since, 90, 20, uh, since 1995. This, this excerpt was a long interview. We talked a lot about her arts installation work with Yerba Buena at the time. She had curated a big, a really interesting show back in the summer. Um, but all that being said, we talked a lot about that and about um, sort of art making but then part of it was a, a, a poem that she wrote and a kind of an installation reacting to Kamala Harris's um, denunciation of people trying to get over the border, trying to flee into safety. Um, someone who is the daughter of an immigrant herself. And um, she wrote a stunning poem. And there was a, kind of a worry doll named after a longer story there, which I am not going to go into. But... So we're going to begin, in fact, with her, um, her track, her her track, her her poem, Bienvenida, uh, talking about the daughter of Shamala, which would be Kamala Harris. But um, we also talked I, I, every poet that I have through here, because the lyric and the verse and the musicality of poetry is, poetry is so integral. People talk so much about how poetry and music are so intertwined how one inspires the other poet you'll talk to any poet about that or listening to some wild jazz or some beautiful uh, nuevo cancion or or whatever uh but she talks about mercedes sosa and how important uh mercedes was to her um as well as um a poem in her taking that and singing some of her words in her style. But to begin, this is Bienvenida Leticia Hernandez Linares. Bienvenida. Daughter of Shaimala, how many times did they mispronounce your mother into a jumble of letters? Doubt her crimson intonations, her fragrant words. Did Shaimala struggle? Did she crave return? Our mothers both, their feet on this blood moon terrain, yours bearing degrees, mine wombful, morning childhood geography, warm rain pressing her eyelids, and palm tree leaves growing over so long, Archie, pretending a bridge. A foreign government sucking her under, obscuring the foundation of Mesoamerica's past, crafting game boards for hierarchies of immigrants, and you as ambassador. 
Do not come, daughter of Shimaletta, stand among the ghosts stripped of song. Look into the eye of Guatemalan citizens and talk of securing facades and fences that the wind will mock. Volcanic ash in your throat after a three-syllabled assault. The trees peering at you when you tell the reporters about the example of Shimala. A seismic silence in the wake of detrimental declarations of unwelcome. Do not say the words. Pluck the blades from your mouth so you don't cut my fingers as I reach for the rabbit that will reason with me. Spit up scripted quotes about your immigrant mother and what she taught you. Have you sat on the floor and the bare wood with the trickster rock? Have you counted calories to understand a you that isn't wrapped in blazers of police cop chota blue and the polyester of powerful men? Bring Shimala's textiles and layer them over the tejidos de todas mis madres y mis abuelas, and we can sing mourning for Claudia Patricia. I will arrange shells and shuffle cards, show you how I fled the monstrous machina, how I grew the how I grew the crochet of my hair to cover the scars of institution. I am the skin of Las Americas, my leg bearing the birthmark of this tierra, of the sanguinary currents that overflow. I walk and sing along the cosmic waste of this continent, along the line of fire at the belly of the earth. Daughter of Shaimala, scrabble the words of your mother's name and spell her out on this blood moon terrain. The Laz and the Yaz are not so different. Daughter of Shaimala, yo soy la hija de Leticia del Carmen, la hija de Soyla Mercedes, and there are no borders to secure except the ones that encage us. There are no borders to secure except the ones that encage us. There are no borders to secure except the ones that encage us. So beautiful and such a uh, powerful or beautiful and powerful rebuke to power misused and abused as it is so thank you so much for that work beauty radio kxsflp san francisco thanks to our second sunday poets most recently leticia hernandez linares as well as norman zelaya his new work gente folks just out on black freighter press check out the July 30th opening at Medicine for Nightmares or Celebration and check out on the 16th Saturday 102.5 from his work Hector Voy with Willie Colon just a little snippet of that good night apologies I hit the wrong cue clearly but uh, let's come back Ah, here we go. Okay. This is uh, Hern- uh, Leticia Hernandez Lenara speaking about. Um, though you missed a great Hector Lavoie song. Anyway, um, but speaking about Mercedes Sosa and reading a poem. And here we go. And for that welcoming and beautiful room, that that kind of counters that narrative for sure. And uh, oh, thank you. I wonder, did you did you think of a song? Mercedes Sosa is a big inspiration to me, and uh, I wrote a poem for her in Mucha Muchacha, and uh, I sing a lot of her songs. And uh, you know, she didn't write a lot of all the songs that she sang, but um, she definitely popularized a lot of them. And uh, Cancion Cancion 
con todos, you know, the mm -hmm. uh, song with everyone, right? I mean, a lot of her songs are about resistance and community and um, and resilience. So the canción con todos inspired me in terms of, you know, thinking about the relationship, uh, not only to community, but with the earth and land. And so, um, yeah. Thank you. The song is good. This is this is uh, Mercedes Sosa. Salgo a caminar por la cintura cósmica del sur. Piso en la región más vegetal del viento y de la luz. Siento al caminar toda la piel de América en mi piel y anda en mi sangre un río que libera mi voz su caudal. KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM this is this 11 o'clock this is Mercedes Sosa Verde Brasil, besa mi chile, cobre y mineral. Subo desde el sur hacia la entraña América y total, pura raíz de un grito destinado a crecer y hasta allá. Todas, todas las manos, todas, toda la sangre puede ser canción en el viento. Canta conmigo, canta, hermano americano, libera tu esperanza con un grito en la voz. Así sea, muchas gracias. How to decipher songs embedded in ocean foam. Your voice held poetry in its womb, incantations fluttering on their own, only directions shifting, remembering how broken hands didn't sever Hara's chords. Al ritmo de una chacadera te despediste cantando. ¿Quién nos detendrá las piernas con canción? ¿Cómo despertaremos? del cansancio de lograr por los multitudes lo básico. Tucumán, Argentina, 
1935, first steps into a moment when women in the world were tuning their voices. Birthplace named for the crossing of straw cords weaved together like a chain, tied by songs, sewing struggle into solidarity, stitching the holes between strangers, closed. Madre de Nuestro Canto, born six months after a fearless woman to the north took flight over a strip of smirking ocean, first to test her reach between Oakland and Honolulu. Women here, women there, connecting the dots, linked by how willing they were to snub expectation, snap in red. Si no creyera la balanza, en la razón del equilibrio. Splendent her humility, burgeoning unsung legend, stirring vibratos under Sistine Chapel Dome, holding Carnegie Hall chairs captive, summoning flocks of listeners to the Rome Coliseum. She sang loudest under candlelit Mission District flats where community workers cooled heels by the fire of cassette tapes, old guitars. Tu voz fue nuestra guía, showing us to turn the mud fertile, to plant defiance, grow silence into ballads. Soñé que el me hablaba, tú que puedes, vuélvete. Decades of songs subtle like falling leaves, life-saving rhythms watering trunks, patient for the valley of your voice to return. Cautious birds listen for the wind chiming welcome. Bienvenida, bienvenida cancionera. Esta chacarera te ofrecemos para recordar, preguntando qué poemas nuevos fuiste a buscar. Pedimos que nos sigas cantando del mar, de los cerros, con los pájaros bailando en tu pelo. Canten paz, canten paz, sing in peace, Mercedes Sosa. That was a poem for Mercedes Sosa from Mucha Muchacha, Too Much Girl, from Leticia Hernandez-Lenares. And sadly, we have to end here. It is 12...
That was from South Africa, the amazing guitarist Guy Buttery, and a first a first collaborative album for him, um, out of Durban, with uh, the sitar player, and was actually his Ayurvedic doctor, was uh, Kanada Narahari. We heard the track from 2019 self-released Nayadi. Kiabat, featuring the bass of Shane Cooper. And before that, of course, in our ongoing reprise and rewind and honoring and celebration of the poets who uh, honored me uh, coming through and speaking their words um, over this over the past year of 2022. Um, we heard Leticia Hernandez Lenares's poem, Can- Ch- Chacera, De Palabras for Mercedes Sosa from Mucha Muchacha, Too Much Girl. Um, beautiful, and of course, preceding that, a live version of Mercedes Sosa's Cancion con Todos, as she talked about in the interview part of that. We're going to carry on, I think. It is 11 11. And I want to take care of a little spot before we get into this next thing in the background again. I'm reprising this a bunch for uh, some of my background tracks. Sam Gendel's beautiful Blue Blue release. We're hearing Fundo. But again, thanks to, to these guys for underwriting us here at San Francisco Community Radio, KXSFLP, San Francisco 102.5 FM. Frequency uplift in the house till midnight and San Francisco Community Radio till the 4 a.m. hour. Support for KXSF is provided by Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned cooperative that has been serving San Francisco vegetarian food and providing a model for sustainable living since 1975. Rainbow is located at 1745 Folsom Street. Visit them online at rainbow.coop. KXSF would like to thank Rainbow Grocery for its continued support. Indeed. Thank you, Rainbow. And uh, thanks for tuning in to the Frequency Uplift again. Our second Sunday's Poets, a year of poets broadcasting live from Ilamu on on unceded Ramaytush territory. Our next poet, who we were honored to have come through in November, November 13th, to be precise, was James Cagney, a brilliant writer out of Oakland. His lovely and, and deep sophomore book, Martian, the Saint of Loneliness, is available on Nomadic Press. James was the winner of the 2021 James Laughlin Award from the Academy of American Poets, probing feelings of alienation and rage in the face of systemic corruption and saint, uh, state-sanctioned violence. But also the author's first full book, uh, Black Steel Magnolias in the Hour of Chaos, theory as i said to him then that's probably my pick for the best book title ever um but he's also a really interesting examination of his background as a as an adopted son finding late in life his his biological family 
and he'll go into some depth about this with two brilliant poems from um, Martian, the Saint of Loneliness. He's also the winner of the 2019 Penn Oakland Josephine Miles Award, a Cave Canham Fellow, and, and an amazing poet. So let's hear that. And uh, thanks again for tuning in to the Frequency Uplift and our year of poets. This is James Cagney. Absolutely. If, if you if you don't mind, I, you've you've made me realize I'd like to read the uh, the two father poems in the uh, in the context of the book. Absolutely. Um, like this would be like a really good opportunity to, to say that that at one point I I felt like I needed to write a poem about my father, um, and I did that truly I, I did that several times but one of the, the the poem in question i wanted to share is the one that i i wrote after he died um and this poem was called requiem shut down the highway there's nothing up ahead the catfish have stopped biting the great man is dead board up the liquor stores hide the guns under the under the bed Old river has run dry. The great man is dead. Jump out the back window, your shirt quickly shed. Hit the ground running. The great man is dead. Gamble your last check. The children don't need bread. The cupboard will remain bare this year. The great man is dead. A fight breaks in the bar, broken glass and hot lead. Fire one off for cowboy. The great man is dead. Mama dances alone. An old 45 plays in her head. Love is now rationed. The great man is dead. This trail leads nowhere. In whose footsteps shall we tread? Fill up that hole, boy. The great man is dead. And as much as I dig the sort of rhythm in that poem, it's, it's also interesting to me how many stories, how much memory um, I had been told and soaked up uh, from my father that ended up going into that poem. And the reason I just thought of that is because, um, uh, because I realized when I turned towards purposefully being a poet and purposefully writing poetry, and realizing the amount of poems that I'd been writing both about myself and, and my mom and, and stuff like that, I felt like I needed to address the, um, the other elephant in the room, the biological father here whom I never ever met. Um, uh, he was someone that I heard about almost as a legend. Uh, it turns out that he died of uh, cancer while technically I was in high school and several years before anybody would tell me I was adopted anyway. Um, so it's sort of like, I felt like I needed to purposefully find a way to address and speak to him. Um, so I wrote a, a poem for him called Open Letter to Henry. And it's this poem. It is so strange, the photograph I was given of you because the man in it is me and not me. It is me in costume. It is me at a distance squinted into focus. Everything I do not know about myself 
has been buried with you. As I settle into a man I do not know, I've become a mystery to myself. How many times have I laughed, coughed, whispered, heard your voice echoing through me? How many times have I missed you waving back at me from behind every mirror while I shaved, washed my hands, cut my hair? How many times have you touched me with my own hand? My inheritance probably lies in habits that annoy me the most. The sound I make clearing my throat, the broad toss of my chest when I walk, or the desolate silence we shared in our heads, in our empty rooms, in our isolated youth. How many times have we been so alone we overlooked one another standing as close as any man can to his own shadow? It's powerful. Thank you, James, for reading those two. Brilliant.
And that was English folk trio Lady Masery, their most recent album, Tender, just out, uh, I think uh, maybe it was November or December of 2022. Um, Bird, I do not know, thinking of the, you know, what we hear and what we, we do not know, and, you know, living in the urban environment and uh, being disconnected somewhat from nature, but uh, a beautiful beautiful track and and definitely one of my favorite folk music folk (laughs) before that we heard the brilliant Oakland poet James Cagney reading Requiem and open letter to Henry two paired poems for his adoptive and biological fathers in their in their passing in memoria his book Martian the Saint of Loneliness out of nomadic press we were honored again to have him come through uh, back in, I think it was October of, no, November of this year. And carrying on. Other poets uh, we've had through uh, included the, the wonderful Mission District poet uh, Flavia Elisa Mora, an interdisciplinary artist and educator, uh, queer poeta, muralista, migrant artivist, raised, as she says, and here we are broadcasting, in occupied and unseated Ramaytushaloni land. Uh, among her interdisciplinary art practice, her main focuses are, of course, muralismo and flori canto poesia. And she says, through painting on tops of ladders and weaving singing into my poetry, I find myself closer to my ancestry rooted in the ranchos of Aguas Calientes, Mexico. She's been a, beyond being an educator and uh, exploring relationships, identity in her work. She uh, is also one of the lead artists of the mural Alto al Fuego in La Misión at 24th and Cap. As some of you know, I, I love that work. And there's a lot of amazing uh, murals. That is one of the most recent and newest and also a, a broad community in memoria. But here we're going to hear a few poems from her and then uh, and some and some also some, some observations about them. And this is, uh, to begin, Flavia Elisa Mora. Yes, definitely. I think um, I'm seeing more and more the power of writing one's own story versus uh, depicting other people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, I like um, also being able to weave that into story common stories that i share with other folks but being able to focus solely on my on on my experience Mm -hmm. well could you your choice could you give us a a poem to begin here yeah of course um so i'll start off with you know just in the talks of having a conversation around the pandemic i wrote this um At the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, uh, which talks a lot about just the different pandemics that we have been facing for a long time, not just COVID. Um, So this piece is called Norte. The light creeps in, rests on the tombstone of a year not fully buried. Death still lurks here, 
most contagious to the most depressed, six feet can't touch, can't hug, can't kiss. I hear the broadcaster announce, followed by the blue and red puppeteers haggling over a nation's hunger for health, food, shelter, and justice. So how exactly does the light still manage to creep in when the hospitals and cemeteries have exceeded their capacity when children are still caged and torn from their families, when the police throw parties for white terrorists at the Capitol, yet prepare for war during Black Lives Matter and indigenous-led protests. The sun knocks heavily at my door as I wonder about the meaning behind all this suffering. The silence, however, is mightier than my faith towards the preachings of so-called leaders promising to heal a nation that's been bleeding longer than the red stripes spangled over our heads. However, I invite the morning rays at my doorstep. My eyelids linger in their miraculous warmth as I inhale passing currents from the Norte. I wonder if this very moment is it. The moment one summons the teachers, the guides, the creators, the ancestors, and the children on the other side of the veil. Invite them to flutter our way during mornings of grief and watch them suck on the nectars as a reminder to breathe while we still can, to fill our lungs with the right words that shall spark embers that kindle accountability, flames that burn prisons, fires that melt ice, and heat that evaporates the particles of not one, but all pandemics. Past the ashes, the water of our actions shall feed the flowers we bring to the dead. Mm. Thank you, that was my first poem. Yes, I can do um, a newer piece, um, and this one has to do with, it's a queer love uh, piece, and it's called uh, Soul Revival. The few divine seconds I'm coated in your sweat, my head rolled back, pupils dilated to the sky, my eyes flashing back to many moons ago as I feel your flesh make mine static. I can taste rose water, fluid memories older than this lifetime. For those few divine moments tangled in your legs, my soul remembers when you and I were butterflies, wings pulsating amongst a summer breeze, fading into the blue. My spirit returns to my clenched limbs. I become reacquainted with the present the dark room illuminated by the outside green reflection of the stoplight turning yellow then red. My heart rests from ecstasy and is lullabied by the moonlight sitting on your brown eyes. Ah, oh, that's gorgeous. Thank you for sharing that. I really do appreciate that. Yes, thank you so much. And again, that was Flavia Elisa Mora, Poeta, Soul Revival, that, uh, that, that work. Again, 
I want to um, take a moment now, though, and sort of recognize that uh, this is the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Tomorrow is the what is called the nationally the, the national marked uh, day of service. Really, an important idea. Um, his actual birthday, of course, on the twentieth, coming up on Friday. But tomorrow there will be. I want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the actions and activities going on before we move on into our next story. Next poet, perhaps we'll uh, be able to return for another poem from Elisa if we have time. But I have a couple of things I want to just let you know about first and foremost, and that is that, uh, again, this is KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM, Frequency Uplift, a year of poets reviewing uh, all the poets that I was honored to host who came through and read their works and, and talked about their lives and work, um, having some poetic playlist material, some stuff that uh, they chose. Uh, given the integral reactions of music and word that is poetry and that is music, often enough, here broadcasting live from Ilamo on unceded Ramai Tush territory. Tomorrow, though, um, the observations of Martin Luther King's day and the ninth annual Reclaim Martin Luther King's Radical Legacy, because often the media will hand you a, a very sanitized version of his radical thought and before he was assassinated, his movement into anti-poverty, anti-capitalist, anti-pro-union uh, work that may or may not be the what exactly got him killed. But invoking that and reclaiming his radical legacy of social action, there's a march and car caravan beginning in West Oakland at the Middle Harbor Shoreline Park, 7th and Middle Harbor Streets, 11 a.m., moving downtown uh, for a rally at 4 p.m. Uh, it'll be getting ready and recommitting for a year of solidarity, community, and liberation. You can check out their full schedule. There's also ending up at Oscar Grand Plaza, Healing Justice Portal, all sorts of healing arts practitioners there um, hoping to um, support people in, in getting ready for that new year of work and this new year of work. Check out antipoliceterrorproject.org slash reclaim hyphen MLK for a full schedule and any other information as well in San Francisco the traditional MLK uh, march honoring the historic Selma to Montgomery Alabama marches and the Voting Rights Act of 1965 there's a commemorative march and parade from San Francisco's Caltrain station meeting a what they call the Freedom Train coming up from San Jose a free train for activists and folks who want to march and carry on from uh, the South Bay. Again, meeting 11 a.m. at the uh, Caltrain station on 4th and Townsend, marching to the Yerba Buena Center, the Yerba Buena Gardens, for an afternoon of live music, spoken word with our poet laureate included, um, Tongo Ison martin uh, That's in general, again, free one to expect people to arrive by 1, 1 to 3.30 p.m. Also, the Museum of the African Diaspora, uh, right around the corner from there on 3rd and Mission, uh, 685 Mission Street, will mark the holiday with free museum admission programs, including an in-person attendance 
really for the first time since 2020. This is they're opening their doors uh, before they, before this things have been pretty much virtual. Uh, there'll be performances by Dimensions Dance Companies, the history of dance from Africa to America, uh, monthly installation, civil rights through art and music. There is live stream available, so you can either go down there and enjoy all the activities and free musician, few free museum admission, as well as outside the museum, the Prescott Circus will have uh, stuff for the kids, sidewalk chalk art, all of that, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Again, free at the Museum of the African Diaspora, 685 Mission Street at 3rd. Check them out at moadsf.org, M-O-A-D-S-F.org. And on, actually, on the day, I want to, again, since this is in the spirit of memoria, I want to call uh, out uh, a brilliant um, and remember a brilliant and beloved visionary leader uh, in the indigenous climate justice movement, Joy Braun, passed in November of 2022. In honor of her birthday on January 20th, Martin Luther King's actual birthday, there'll be uh, actions across the U.S. to try to pressure Joe Biden and the Democrats to declare a climate emergency. Here in the San Francisco Bay, they invite you to join the call at 11 a.m. at the SF Federal Building, 7th Street between Mission and Market, Rain or Shine. Um, voices from indigenous voices, people from refinery towns and toxic waste sites. Music, again, in memorial both for Martin Luther King, but also Joy Brown, a, a, true, a true warrior, force of nature, a water protector involved in the... Uh, KXL, the fighting the Dakota Access Pipeline, and elevating the crisis of missing and murdered indigenous women. And now, with us, leading the charge to, again, pressure President Biden to stop fossil fuel projects and declare a national climate emergency. So again, check that out. On Friday the 20th, at the Federal Building at 97th Street in San Francisco, and that is beginning at 11 a.m. It's going to one. And as part of that commemoration, there was, a, I want to have another musical interlude here before we go on to our last poet, Fernando Marti. Maybe we'll get something in from a uh, recorded release from uh, Tango Eisen Martin. But. This is a, an amazing album that I just had forgotten about, in fact. And we lost also Max Roach, an amazing drummer, a really influential figure, and a voice for social justice, especially with his partner, both in music and in life, Abby Lincoln. Um, and he put out an album back in, I think it was 1981, called Chattahoochee Red. And invoking uh, a racist killing of a lot of black youth um, and playing playing the dream, playing the I have a dream speech, sort of transposing it to music, but also playing with it. Um, and so let's hear from, from that. This is Max Roach from Chattahoochee Red. The Dream, It's Time, featuring 
uh, Cecil Bridgewater on trumpet and flugelhorn, Odeon Pope on tenor sax and alto flute, and oboe Calvin Hill on bass, and of course, uh, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, and of course, Max Roach on drums. Um, this is The Dream. It's actually here it is here. The Dream. It's time. Every 
And that is, it is, in the back, Max Roach, Rise in Power, The Dream, It's Time, from Chattahoochee Red. As introduction, Fernando Marti is a printmaker, community architect, writer, and poet based in San Francisco. His etchings, line of cuts, screen prints, and constructions explore the clash of the third world within the heart of empire and highlight the tension between inhabiting space and reclaiming culture. Uh, he brings a formal training in architecture to public projects, including his altar of Rendas, uh, has been a giant uh, activist in uh, gentrification and housing issues, was recently and recently moved on from being the uh, San Francisco's uh, co-director of the Council of Community Housing Organizations, Originally from Ecuador, has been involved in community struggles since the uh, since the mid '90s. Um, his art and poetry can be found in an occasional zine entitled "Amor y Lucha," and check out him on Facebook in the notes. And again, this is Fernando Martí. The last of our review of Poets Tonight. And thanks to him and to you for tuning in to San Francisco Community Radio, KXSF, LP, San Francisco, the frequency up there. In San Francisco. Very involved in Mission District politics and thinking about people who have come and, and gone through the neighborhood who have left us. I was just thinking about Tony Ryan, who... Uh, a lot of folks know was kind of a fixture at, at Cafe Bohème. And so this is a poem I, I wrote about um, somebody else who was a, a friend who passed on, um, Carlos Ramirez, who folks might remember. Um, and it's called Don Carlos's Ghost Walking Mission District Streets. It's closing time at Cafe La Bohème. And outside, there's a wild white beard under a rainbow Rasta cap ambling down 24th Street. And I think maybe Don Carlos Ramirez is still making his way to his next stop at the Havana Social Club or dinner at San Martin de Porres. He, a walking poem, a question, a wonder, a why, and a yes, enjoying himself in his world and his streets too much to make it to his appointed hour. But it is not. When you live around this barrio long enough, you learn to live with all these others whose palabras and pinceles have shaped the calles y rinconcitos that we walk. There at the corner of La Boheme, next to the old sewing machine, is where el artista Luis Cervantes keeps the bench warm. And at the other end is where Paul owns the saber, keeps us walking his long walk across a stolen country. And under the storefront alcove is where El Viejo Tuerto, John Ross, keeps reminding us how this bohemia in the heart of the beast has roots in the deep, dark soils of Palestina and Chiapas, how nothing is not connected to all else, how art and struggle are the heart of being. They whisper to you as you walk these streets, from front stoops and leaded Victorian windows, pockmarked asphalt and broken concrete layered over storm drains, old Ohlone walking paths and Tule Reed Marsh, the four corners of the mission. 
The hipster ironic stencils on the sidewalk street, organic homemade street food stand invisible to the red and blue hanging low Norteño Sureño street, cops riding by slow on a suavecito soundtrack, La Calle del Jornalero y de la Nani of the Cocinero, Calle Maya Yucateca, Chilango, Salvadoreño, Paletero, Tamalera, and then us, bohemios, artistas, poetas, activistas, senderos that intersect and repeat over these layered, buried, excavated existences, las cuatro esquinas de la misión, the four corners of our world. Sureste, from Raza Park, the general, los veteranos at La Victoria, oeste, Salvadoreños at Alba Sunrise and old guerrilleros playing chess at La Boheme under the din of Brazilian capoeira drums. Norte, to the last stand of adobe forest, lonely planet, old wives' tales, epicenter, vets and poets, alcohol and needles, hotel rooms where even the bedbugs feel cramped. Este, otra vez. Where sweatshop labor and crowded conejeras give way to BurningMan.com cocaine lines, and where Dorothy Day serves Don Carlos Ramirez his last magnificent dinner. Nuestra gente, the shadows whisper, is all who live here and all who have lived here and all who are yet to come, and maybe, I think, my shadow too might someday find itself wandering these four corners with Don Carlos, Don Luis, John Ross, Juanita Riloff, Victor Miller, Compañero Eric, La Mama Cuatl, Tony Ryan, and on and on, walking and walking, to never forget the ground below us and the future we are still building. That was amazing. I... And again, Fernando Martí, a poet, an architect, uh activist, as are many of these poets that we've had. Um, and I want to carry on with one other poem. This is that from Fernando Marti. Real, this is... Yep, there we go. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. This is not a schoolroom siren calling us to bend to our knees under our desks to duck and cover. This is more like the trial run for what's to come. Like Luftwaffe bombs raining over Picasso's screaming horse, shattered light bulbs of Guernica. Like the caudillito comes saluting before the Führer and the Fury. Like night of the broken glass, followed by night of the long daggers, like armband stars and triangles loaded on train cars to gas chamber and incinerator, like a white rose crushed under jackboot heel. We know where you come from. We know who you are. From Dulles to Kissinger, from Pinochet to Reagan, you did not come to this by mistake. You are not an accident of history or of electoral college, but an arc we are only now beginning to perceive in this unraveling. This is a trial run, 
like we were premature anti-fascist, blacklisted, un-American, like we are all Antifa today. We declare like we hold this white rose and these voices, sweet voices, kill fascists. This is not a drill. We are not counter-protesters. We are not protesters. We are here because we are here, because we belong, because ours is an arc of justice bending back to this earth, because we got lines stretching back long before convoluted fantasies of white racial domination, long before patriarchal kings and puppet presidents because we got lines stretching out to futures unimaginable where each and every one of us belong. This is not a drill. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to these poets, and thank you to thank you to the poets. That was, of course, Fernando Marti reading. This is not a drill. We've had a discussion about war and, and anti-war movements before that, uh, as well as anti-gentrification movements. A broad-ranging discussion. And. Uh, we heard before this is not a drill his poem Don Carlos's ghost walking Mission District streets definitely a bunch of themes for Memoria at the end of 2022 and the beginning of 23 before that again we heard Max Roach on this Martin Luther King Jr. weekend the dream it's time from Chattahoochee Red 1981 a duet with his I Have a Dream speech. And uh, we heard the other poets, and my gratitude and thanks to the other poets, Flavia Elisa Mora, James Cagney, Leticia Hernandez Linares, Norman Antonio Zelaya, and back at the beginning of this show, Tatiana Lubavisky Acosta, Look for their books, look for their words, look for them reading. It is time I need to make a little, uh, I don't think we have time for any more poetry, but uh, maybe some time for some music. Again, uh, this has been a review and a reprise and a rewind of my second Sunday's Poets for the year of 2022. And I want to thank... Uh, the underwriter for Frequency Uplift one more time and we'll finish this track beautiful music from uh, actually the Budapest Art Orchestra uh, teaming up arrangements with uh, Australian First Nations Aboriginal song songman Ngul Maya singing in the Wuboy language the track Dari, Darari, but I'm going to play this spot and then finish out with that. Thanks for tuning in. KXSFLP, San Francisco.
Old Jerusalem is proud to underwrite KXSF 102.5 FM, a small family-owned Mediterranean restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. Old Jerusalem is 16 years in the heart of the mission. Their West Bank cuisine is a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights. You can check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or visit at 2966 Mission Street at 26th, two blocks from 24th Street, BART in San Francisco. And again, Daharari from Ingulmaya with the arrangements of the Budapest Art Orchestra. Thanks again for tuning in to the Frequency Uplift and the Poets of the Year. This is KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM, streaming at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. Frequency uplifting out. Yeah.